empty backfield. Dak Prescott a run all the way, and he's got a big opening. And a stiff arm, Dak Prescott. This is what he does better than anybody in the SEC. Touchdown. The pick is up. And it is no good. There are flags all over the field. The Bulldogs are celebrating. The result of the play is a touchdown. After the play, unsportsmanlike conduct on all players from both teams. Snap to Wallace. Baker, he keeps it, and he runs it to the five. In the end zone. Pick it up and run it out of the rear of the end zone. And it's a ball game that's in the record book. Bulldogs have won it 17-10 to 10 in overtime. What's up, Bulldog fans? It's your boy, Talking Dogs, here with the Talking Dogs podcast. My co-host, Matty Light. We got a special this week. We got two guests on. We got Titty Boy Reese. We got Scotty Simpin. We're going to talk some dogs. We're going to talk some pogs, and we're going to talk some hogs. What's up, fellas? Ah, uh, appreciate y'all having us on. How we doing? Uh, we're making it. I uh, I think y'all are, are y'all still keeping an eye on the um, Almighty Southern Miss game right now. We're locked. Uh, I believe it's on uh, commercial. Thank God. Uh, so we're uh, we're bouncing back between Western Kentucky, J- Jacksonville State, and uh, Middle Tennessee Liberty, uh, the the fighting Buicks. Yeah, MTSU Liberty, they're uh they're locked up twenty one apiece at halftime. But yeah, those uh, I saw their uh twenty twenty fifteen uh Buicola Saver post up at the Quick Mart. Um that photo shoot was was pretty tight and I'm sure that NIL deal is just crushing it up there for them. <laughs> but uh uh we're gonna go through the, the week slate here, uh week eight slate here and just uh do a little predictions, um, you know, talk about the betting lines. All that fun shit, and then uh, it's probably gonna escalate from there into a bunch of degenerate talk. Um, Matt, do you wanna do you wanna go through uh, the SEC slate, and then maybe some of the top twenty-five games um, out of conference? Yeah, I mean, there's not much going on in the SEC this week. I guess, <clears throat> I mean, I'm looking at Ole Miss Auburn. Of course, is gonna be a good game because Ole Miss never plays Auburn good, but Ole Miss is actually good this year, so that'll be interesting. Uh, I mean, looking at the Tennessee-Alabama, that's going to be a big one. Mississippi State-Arkansas, that's going to be the Shitter Bowl. Uh, don't really care about that one as much. Um, and South Carolina-Missouri will be interesting just because I think South Carolina is a better team this year than their record necessarily shows. They kind of got punched in the mouth early this, this year with their, uh, their schedule. But I think that's going to be a good game. And then LSU-Army, don't really care about that one. So we got some decent games, just not as uh, good as some of the other weeks we've had. Yeah, so starting off, uh, we'll just go in chronological order on the day. Um, it, it's just only fitting that the the shittiest teams play at 11 a.m. Uh, I couldn't be happier about it. The line has been moving along on this one. It's gone from like nine and a half to six. But uh, State at Arkansas, if you talk to any Arkansas fan, if you talk to any State fan, nobody thinks they're going to win the game. Somebody's <laughs> got to win. Who's going to end up being the the shittier of these two teams? Um, as of now, I would pick Arkansas to win by 10. How, how, how do you guys feel about this one? Well, personally, I think, uh, every, every good, bad, you know, every bad team that you have will have their last gaps. And part of me thinks that that was last week for Arkansas and, uh, mm-hmm. Bryant Denny in the last five minutes, whatever, when they gave, uh, just anybody who hates Alabama hope for, for a brief moment there. I personally think that that could be a sign of, that's probably it, and if that's the case, then uh, I, I like state in this situation. I know I don't know the uh, the health of Will Rogers, but I know uh, a lot of folks on the TL been clamoring for uh, 
for Mr. Mike Wright. So uh, I don't know. I don't know how to think about this one. I'm gonna have to. It's gonna be a game time decision if uh, which way we're leaning. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, I'll go ahead and tell you right now. He's not gonna play. Like he's not playing this week. So we well, we'll who get is to see. Play? Oh, Mike, Mike, Mike Wright's going to tote the fucking rock, buddy. <laughs> for, for better or for worse, fans have been cl- clamoring for it for like four weeks, but it's happening. <laughs> yeah. It'll be a power option team this week, I'm, I'm afraid to say. I don't know. I'd, the- give, I'd give the edge to Arkansas in the battle for most annoying Twitter accounts. Um, just a slight edge, but just because it's in Arkansas, like, Arkansas's offense is the worst thing I've ever seen. It is it is terrible to watch. Even had you had KJ Jefferson just throwing it to our linebackers who just sat there like statues the whole game. So besides Sunteron, so I don't I don't he's awful. Rocket Sanders is out. Mm-hmm. I'd give a slight edge to Arkansas just because their defense is actually pretty good. Like I will say, I feel bad for the defense because their defense is. I mean, it's not bad. Like I mean, it held us to. 27 points it held Bama to 21 like everything I've seen from them this season I mean it held LSU to 38 that's better than we did so I think their defense is pretty good but their offense is the worst thing I've ever seen I don't know what to make a state I mean I don't think there's like the one positive is Jet Johnson that's literally it and I mean, I would, say, I, would say, I would say Bookie. Like Bookie and Jed are literally the only two guys that play fucking defense. Uh, Pickering, Pickering does here and there, but like when you're the only defensive lineman that plays the entire game and you're in a three-three-five, I mean, he's just tired by the second quarter, so he pretty much disappears. Um, but yeah, like State's offense is like okay, and their defense is trash. Well, Arkansas's offense is trash, and their defense is solid. Um, Arkansas has been in every game they've played. So they lost to BYU by seven, lost to LSU by three, lost to Bama by three, and lost to y'all by what, like 11 or something? Or 10? Seven. Seven, did, okay. You did not cover. Okay. So, yeah, I, I mean, it's been basically a one-score game, and, you know, they've played a, a tougher schedule than we have so far. But like you said, this, like, system does not fit KJ. Rocket's not playing. I just don't see a scenario where State wins unless – like Arkansas is just giving up. I mean, five straight losses, you know, are they looking at us saying, oh, this is like our, you know, first chance at a win in a while, or are they looking at us saying, like, our season's already done, who gives a shit? I, I don't really know. Five straight losses probably by a combined 20 points, too. Yeah, like, that's tough. And <laughs> I would oh, God, I'd be so mad. Yeah, losing by an average of, like, four points a game. I mean, that sucks. That's kind of how, like, we were in 2016. I mean, it was just like we couldn't catch a damn break. In our, our since he got there. I mean, every game's been close, but he just – he cannot – he cannot win a game. Yeah. If it's tough. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, everybody talk about, like, Rodgers regressing, not being in the air raid anymore, and there's definitely some truth to that. But, like, KJ has taken a pretty significant step back, too, without having Bryles. Uh, and I feel like nobody's really talking about that. I mean, going into the year, all you heard was uh, KJ Jefferson's probably the best quarterback in the conference, and it's like now I don't even know that he's in the top half. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's wild to Which, see. SEC quarterbacks are awful. So I mean, Jaden Daniels is cooking. I mean, Dart's been pretty good, and and Cook at um, Missouri, but there's none that I'm just like other than Daniels. There's none. Blown away. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, not the NFL like you know, first round type stuff we're used to seeing. Um, I find it hard giving anyone else a case for top quarterback except Jaden Daniels. He uh mm-hmm. he put three balls 
right on the money right in front of me that no one else could get to except uh, the LSU player or uh, if the ref decided if he wanted to call it a touchdown or not. But yeah. either way. Yeah. yeah, he dropped darts on us all day long as well. Um, well, sounds like everybody's kind of leaning uh, the hogs here, which I don't blame you at all. Uh, Matt, do you have a, a, a final score prediction there? I don't even remember what you said. I mean, I, I'm leaning Arkansas. It's at Arkansas, and we have an offense that we didn't know about at the beginning of the season. We definitely don't know about it with Mike Wright running it, and our defense could not stop four toddlers running the ball on us or throwing the ball on us. So, yeah, yeah, Arkansas. I, I like Arkansas. Yeah, feel you there. I'm All just right, so sick on. of our defense, man. I'm sick of this shit. I don't want to talk about it anymore that we have to. Uh, moving on to, to Tennessee uh, at Bama. A little revenge game for Saban. Um, line's currently nine and a half. Uh, Tennessee coming off a big win at home against A&M. I don't see a scenario where Saban loses back-to-back uh, to Tennessee. I, I think it's a decent game, but I, I got Bama covering uh, probably by, you know, 14 points or so here. How y'all think? Yeah, I really like uh, – I, I like the, the covering pick 14. I didn't – last time I saw the line, it was – Hovering around there, I'm not sure what it is. It's uh, nine and a half, right? Nine now. and a half, right now. Nine and a half. Yeah, I like nine and a half pretty easily. Back in Tuscaloosa, he doesn't really lose the 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 game the next game after losing one of those, mm-hmm. uh, and especially not to this Joe or like I said last year's Hendon Hooker leaps and bounds better than whatever Joe Milton is out there. I mean, he throws a throws a hundred mile an hour fastball across the you know for a six yard out. Yeah, you know, with no I, control, right? Right, uh, but you know we'll we'll see that that Tennessee defense is better than what it gets credit for. Uh, but they, I, they I, won the game last week. Like their offense very didn't even look good last week. I mean their defense played well and they returned a punt for a touchdown. So I agree. I mean I think I I think it's probably a uh, 28-17 type game somewhere in there. Bama may pull away late for the touchdown. Yeah, I think I think it'll be pretty close to halftime kind of story of Bama season it's going to be Bama might be down seven points three points whatever and then they'll just pull away just because of their depth I mean I I don't think it's going to be like a blowout like a lot of people think but like like Reese said like a 28-17 or like a 21-28 something like that I mean they're going to win but I don't think it's going to be it's not going to be like a blowout like everybody expects Saban to do coming off a loss against them last year yeah, I mean their team is not built like to blow people out. Not, not in conference play, not really. Yeah. Um, moving on from there, kind of a, a sleeper game, uh, a game that I but preseason I thought was kind of going to be a shit fest. But Missouri's better than I thought. Uh, South Carolina going to Missouri. South Carolina's two and four. Um, only got one Power Five win. Not sure who that was against. Couldn't tell you. Uh, but it, Missouri is currently favored by seven. Um, seems to be a really solid team. I think they could very well end up being second in the East. Uh, I think Missouri, honestly, may, you know, break the camel's back here. I, th- I think they could win big. Yeah, I, I originally in the season watching them play against Middle Tennessee, I just didn't – I wasn't a believer. But, I mean, they have the kicker make the 60-yarder or whatever mm-hmm. to win that game against K-State. 61-yarder. 61-yarder, yeah. The, is he the big kicker? Yeah, the is that bigger that kicker. Is? That's what they yeah, call it. So, <laughs> shout out, shout out him for uh, representing for big boys out there. He means a lot to me. Uh, <laughs> but uh, quite frankly, I think they do whip South Carolina's ass. I'm not a believer. I saw where Beamer said today that he broke his damn foot Dude, kicking something a, after the Florida bitch, game. I, I cannot stand him. 
Him and Rattler, he's, they're both little crybaby bitches. All yeah, over. And like they have the worst. Now, I was very much pulling from them last November when they played and beat the shit out of Tennessee, which uh, which really made my night uh, when I was sitting in the cold in Fayetteville watching Ole Miss get their ass kicked. Uh, but besides that, uh, you know, I, I think I think Missouri handles this one pretty easily. Dude, just the state of South Carolina coaches between Dabo Sweeney and Shane Beamer, I would blow my head off if I was a fan <laughs> of either of them or just a college football fan in that state. But I don't – I mean, Missouri – I don't know what happened to South Carolina. I thought they were going to be kind of decent heading into the year. Um, the only, you know, decent win I think they had was against Mississippi State, unfortunately. Um, just yeah, to yes, say, that's yeah. even a decent win. Yeah, you call it – are you calling us <laughs> decent? I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> blushing right now. <laughs> but um, – no, they they look awful. I think um, if they finish four and eight, like I think it's like it might happen, or five and seven, I think Beamer might be. Uh, I think Beamer's seat might be a little warm. So I'm. I think Missouri's going to win big here, and I think people are going to. I haven't seen anything yet really about people kind of calling for Shane Beamer a little bit, but I think that'll definitely heat up if they just get blown out this weekend, like they probably will. I just think it's yeah. funny because of the way South Carolina finished last season. Like they were not a very good football team all last year until the last couple games, and they won. Who did they beat? They beat Tennessee, they beat Tennessee and, and Clemson back to back weeks. Yeah, and, and then they get a whole lot they of win hype. Bowl game? No, they lost the bowl game. Yeah, and then they, they get eight and five. They get all that yeah, hype. That is true. They get all that hype. You know, just coming off of last year because of those two big wins, which they were big wins, especially at the time. But, I mean, then they come into this year and we see kind of how they were playing for the most part of the last year. Like, it's nothing special. They, you know, they Rattler's played, very inconsistent. They played Georgia close at Georgia. Was that game tied at halftime? I think yes, it was. Tied at, it was. They only won. Oh, no, no, no. South Carolina was up. Yeah. Like, they, they it, were, it was 14-3 to three at halftime. Yeah. Uh, I, I, and they I, never I, scored again. I thought, I thought they were going to be better. I think it's just Georgia's just uh, not – as good of a team this year. Um, but I thought they were going to be better seeing that because it was at Georgia, I think, too. Um, yeah. But I was wrong. They look awful. And even having that receiver, whatever his name is, it's so good. I mean, they just look they look terrible. Spencer Rattler's not the answer. Missouri big. Yeah, and it's not even – and I, I was a Rattler hater for years. It's not even his fault. So, I mean, last year, definitely so. And then – you know, he gets hot at the end of the year, and they get these two big wins and back-to-back weeks, and it, and it makes all this hype. And nobody talked about they lost four of their starting offensive linemen from a year ago, and then they lost two corners in the first three rounds of the draft, and they had only two scholarship running backs. And, but nobody talked about it. There was just, oh, Beamer ball and Cocktober and all this bullshit. And uh, it's just, I don't know, like, why the media grabs hype on these random teams sometimes, but – that um, South Carolina car dealer wishes he could take that G wagon back from Rattler. Gosh, man. <laughs> I mean, the Albano icon. I, I don't know if he's made any money off that. Probably not. But uh, just such a weird team. And yeah, I agree on the hot seat thing. Like, I don't, I don't really know what their expectations are there. Uh, but the East is still not very good. And if they're this bad with Rattler, you know, what what are they going to be next year? Yeah, I mean, I know they're recruiting well, but they could, they could be in for a couple of years of not like not making bowl games at this rate. Um, so that being said, uh, after all the shit that they talked after beating a bad MSU team, fuck them. Um, 
weird weird little game here before I bring up the revs. Army at LSU, just like a just strange game to have in the middle of the season. LSU's favorite about 30. LSU's defense is trash, um, but it's usually trash in the secondary. And I, I, if I'm not mistaken, Army still runs the triple option. Uh, this game would not, have been a lot more interesting with Les Miles still at LSU and then just running it back and oh forth against gosh. each other. I think that would have been more fun. Yeah, that would be like an Armageddon game. again, would be like 9-6. to six. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I, I actually, for some reason, feel like Army covers this. I can't explain why uh, for the troops, um, but I just do. Uh, but who really cares? We're going to talk about Ole Miss at Auburn. Uh, uh, I mean, Army should Army shouldn't even get off the bus. They should just not <laughs> try. They're not gonna. They're not gonna win. It's obvious. They just need to march down to Our Lady of the Lake Hospital and try to recover some of that money back that LSU stole. <laughs> I think that's probably the best thing for them to do because they're not gonna come close. But they're the Army. Try to get some of that money back. Yeah, but I don't want it to go to a government entity at the same time. It always does anyway, doesn't it? Yeah, it it, it always its way back there. Somehow. It depends if you pay taxes or not. I mean, that that's that's in between you and the IRS. I did either. So funny enough. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Rebs um, at Auburn, uh, Hugh Fury's kind of rematch up. I know y'all played him while he was at Liberty and everything. Um, Ole Miss currently favored by six and a half. Night game in Jordan Hare. Jordan Hare showed that it's worth some points when they played Georgia earlier this year. I mean, what like, what is y'all's gut feeling going into this? I mean, Auburn doesn't really have a QB, but at the same time, I think their defense is solid. I have no idea what the score of this game is going to be. I think Ole Miss wins, but I, I, I could see any scenario, the, whether it be a 50-point or one-point win. I really don't know. Uh, I think, like you said, Jordan Harris definitely worst, at least a touchdown uh, in my head. I'll, I'll be in attendance uh, down on the plains this weekend, so I hope the Rebs can uh, – can try to avenge us from the last however many years of losing down there when we have the better team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. I, f- I have a good feeling, but that's also – I haven't watched us play in, I guess, you know, with the bye week. So, I don't know. I'm going to have to get down there and get a couple beers in me pregame, and that's when we, would, I, that's when we figure out how much we're going to put on it, you know, how <laughs> many points we're going to win by. So uh, You got to get so, down there and start cooking up a little bit. And then you know, yeah, exactly, you, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I've never how many units you're gonna drop on the revs. Uh, yeah, you know, it's how many beers deep you are. If you if they give me like two or three quarters lights and there's an hour before kickoff, I may put my my poll. Uh, I'm I think I'm up six hundred on the book right now. I'm gonna put all that on the revs and just uh, and just disassociate for the next three hours. And if we lose, we lose. And uh, you know, so be it. On revs money line or revs to cover? Uh, we'll go cover. Uh. Yeah, well, like I said, it's a, it's more of an in-the-moment thing. I feel you. I feel you. Got to get down um, there in the laboratory before you start making many big decisions. Absolutely. Let's hope C Spire works well uh, <laughs> down in East Alabama. No shot it does. Um, I don't know. It, you know, Jordan Hare, we don't win there. We, we really don't win against Auburn, but we definitely don't win there. Um, I think, though, that this Auburn team is just so bad. Like, they are so awful on offense. I think this is probably a year where the atmosphere doesn't even make a difference, especially if, you know, if we take them out early, which is what hopefully Kiffin and Wise are planning for right now, is just to take the crowd out of it early because that's going to give us the best shot. Apparently, Jordan Watkins, he had some hand issues or he he hurt his hand in practice. Apparently, he's just going to tough it up and play. 
so that helps. I thought he broke his hand. For some reason, I thought that. That was the rumor. It was his wrist, and I'm pretty sure it was something close to that, and he's just going to say, you know, screw it. Isn't that that pretty, like, uh, pretty uh, essential or essential yeah. thing for he's receivers gonna, uh, to have. He's gonna Patrick. He's gonna Patrick Willis club gonna, it this weekend, and just maybe, uh, oh maybe we'll just catch maybe it. All we'll get handed. lucky. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, yep, he is probably one of the best pass catchers we have. Just if it gets thrown to him, he'll catch it. So maybe uh, I think him with one hand could uh, easily replace uh, Jonathan Mingo of years past, uh, as far as hands go. <laughs> well, I like so. him. Not selfish. He's definitely a team player because holy shit, that probably hurts. But um, I don't know. I I'll probably be in attendance too. I haven't decided yet, but I always end up getting hammered on Thursday night and like buying a ticket. So I'll probably uh I'll probably be there too. Um, you know, the last two times I went on the road and watched us play, we got our ass kicked in Death, Death Valley last year, mm-hmm. and then uh, obviously we lost at um at Bandle this year. So you know, I didn't let my intrusive thought win. Um the past two times, but if we like just lose this game, we're supposed to win. And, you know, we look like shit and it's just another lane Kiffin dud. I'm going straight for those trees. I'm going straight <laughs> for them. I'm going straight for those trees. I'm going to buy it in Oxford and I'm just pleased to leave this podcast. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Ole Miss has won in Auburn two times this century. Yeah, uh, that is crazy. I believe it was fifteen. Laquan, Laquan 15, had a catch in the end zone, and 15 then and the Eli here. Yeah, yeah the Eli here. Always, dude. It's not like we're. It's not like it's like we're just getting blown out either. It's just always some Jordan hair voodoo bullshit, and it just it hits us every every time. Every two years, it just hits us. So you yeah. think I did watch Matt Corral oh, play on zero ankles la- uh, the last time we were there. So that yeah, was, uh... I mean, yeah, that, that's true. There, I thought there was no reason for Ole Miss to lose it two years ago. Y'all, y'all really should have gone eleven and one. Um, they were six and six or something. I mean, yeah, I think well, uh, State I think broke Pearson was year. the number one. I think he was the number one receiver that game. So we were uh, what you call in hell. For uh, the last time we were there, that's tough. That's tough. But uh, yeah, man, that stadium will um, will uh, turn some good teams bad. And I mean, you know, let, let's just play devil's advocate here. I know we're making jokes about driving into trees and yada yada yada. But like, what what is <laughs> the act? Poisoning them, but yeah. Oh, oh, you're talking about. <laughs> oh, you're talking about Harvey Updiking it. I thought you were saying you were gonna drive through a tree on the way home. Um, no, that, that too. But, yeah, that will be after the yeah. the uh, yeah. I'm with you. Okay, well, you know, valid. Um, let's just say that does happen. Like, what is the narrative about Lane the rest of the year? Like, like let's just say y'all finish nine and three. Uh, you know, like what are what are people gonna say? The same thing. Your- it is they pay him nine million dollars a year, and uh, I mean, I think if you asked. 90% of Ole Miss fans before the season, if you would take 9-3 and three on September the 3rd when the season started, I think a lot of people would be okay with it, just depending on the games you lose, though. Right. I don't think they would have taken a loss against Alabama, and they definitely wouldn't take a loss against damn Hugh Freeze. So, in my or head... Or an egg ball loss. Or an egg ball that too. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I don't know. I That's a cop-out answer, but I would have to see. I would be pissed because, like I said, we're paying this man... 
however much ungodly money. Dollars you need, you need. Yeah, exactly. It'd be a million per win, and I especially don't want to lose to Hugh Freeze's snarky ass mm-hmm. and everything yeah. else. So. Yeah, I mean, reasonably so. Uh, but I, I mean, you just gotta you got you gotta keep things relative. I mean, you could be in an A and M situation. You know, I, I mean, Very they're true. they're they're paying a guy uh, two million dollars a win last year. So, you know, and, and with a roster that's quite frankly more talented um, than well, most budget there, but yeah, 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 of course. Uh, <laughs> but but still, and their shit's guaranteed too. I mean, I think people don't understand it, but I think the, the four-year contract law that we have in Mississippi, I think that's actually probably been a blessing um, for both teams uh, in the last 10 years or so. Because, I, like, if we were tied to Joe Moorhead, for example, and I know he was only making, like, three and a half at the time, but for, like, eight to ten years, like, I don't know what I would do. Um, Sixth-year head coach, Houston Nutt, would have led the Reds <laughs> back to uh, to the Cotton Bowl. I believe it. <laughs> Unlikely, but uh, I, you know, I appreciate your optimism there. Um, Speaking of the contract situation, um, now I'm trying to sound like a dick here. This is a legitimate question. What happens in like the case of Mike Leach? Mm-hmm. Like, what happens whenever like he passes? Do they just give it to the family, or like I, I was, I've been wondering that. I'm like, do they give it to the family, or does it just kind of void itself? Like, I. That's uh, I, I think there's a um, beneficiary in there, and uh, his it wasn't the full amount, but I think his, um, I think his family got like X percent. It was like sixty percent or something of of the remaining on the contract, uh, and I think they'll get it over like a four year span, um, if I remember correctly. But yeah, it's not like the full thing, but it doesn't just like dissolve or go away or anything like that. Why are you thinking about killing a coach? <laughs> Ask me on Saturday night. We'll, we'll decide. <laughs> I was like, "Where's this question going?" <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, I'm with you there. Um, since we're talking about firing coaches and stuff, you know, who do y'all see in the conference anyway this year? Um, like, do y'all see A and M moving on from from Jimbo? Like, do do you see Napier being safe now? Do you see, I mean, Arnett going? I mean, like, who knows? Brian Kelly, like they, you know, LSU could end up falling. Uh, I don't know. I don't really think they accept going nine and three there in year two after they just won the West. But anyway, what are y'all's thoughts there just around the conference? Uh, I think uh, I think Napier's probably sold, uh, settled his job because they're just recruiting at such a high level where I think, you know, it, it makes mm. it attainable while he's still, I think, I think they have two losses maybe. They've lost to uh, Utah and um, Utah. And they lost else. to Kentucky, which was weird. Yes. Yeah, it's very true. Uh, but their schedule is so tough, man. Like right. I, I, I said before the year, if Billy went six and six, that, that would be a win, because I mean it was one of the toughest schedules in the country. And you know, say what you want about Anthony Richardson, but he lost two first round picks, and right. you know, uh, so I think that's a dub for him if he manages to go six and six or better. I think uh, I, I didn't believe in country Graymerts before. Uh, I didn't either before the season but obviously he is uh he shaped up to be a, at least a serviceable as SEC quarterback. Uh so I think he's safe. I think personally I think Aiden probably loses two more games at the very least. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, I think they just move on. They get there's too much oil money and cult money out there to to not to accept a 75 season and in this case I don't think they should either. It's not like one of those things where I think a fan base is expecting too much, but somebody with more money than God should uh should want more than a seven five season. And then I think the 
the one that's most important to everybody listening is 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 Arnett. Uh, I don't know. I don't personally think they it is foreseeable to fire him, but I mean anything's possible. I watched them fire Matt Luke after two years. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you, and I you know I think they knew up front like Matt Luke was going to be like a temporary thing anyway. Um, and the way that Arnett's contract is structured structured is very favorable for the school. I mean he. So if he gets fired, he only gets half his salary, which he's only making three million a year. And then if he takes another job, he only gets five hundred grand a year. So it, I mean, it's basically pocket change to SEC money. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, very valid point. Like my only thing with A and M is, are they going to give him the benefit of the doubt because Connor Wegman broke his foot? And him be like, oh, well, I had to use a backup quarterback, you know, two thirds of the year. Like, just wait till next year when I, all these five stars are juniors, which half of them transferred anyway. But Max Johnson looked like ass too, so I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. But, yeah, yeah like, I was ass last year too. Listen, all right. So look at Florida's schedule for next year. Going back to Nathan. It, oh, it's 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 worse than this year. I would My, argue. Miami at home, they get Sanford, which is literally the only power puff game on their schedule ucf at home georgia and jacksonville at florida state home against kentucky home lsu home ole miss that's still a terrible stretch even at home home texas a&m at mississippi state at tennessee at texas to finish off the year that is the worst schedule i've ever seen yeah and, and, and the date the I'm dates are, are not set on some of these but like regardless there's like you said Samford is the only quote-unquote gimme on the schedule, and they're, like, often a decent team sometimes. There should be uh, three. There should be three gimmies at least. Yeah, um, yeah no doubt. Um, uh, besides. Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> catching, um, catching Miami and then Florida State and then like, even UCF has is, is been solid. I mean, they're going through the floor, literally the Florida gauntlet. At Mississippi State, at Tennessee, at Texas to finish out the season after a terrible home stretch. That is the worst schedule I've ever seen put together. Shout out to Scott Strickland there. Um, I'm guessing he's the one who made that. But as far as A&M goes, I don't think they're going to end up forking over $77 million. I don't think it's worth it, honestly. I mean, I would give him one more year just because of all those five stars being juniors. Yeah, he's been awful. He's underperformed. He has the talent to beat anybody in the nation. He's been, I mean, it's, it's, you can only look and point at him. You can literally only point at him. There's talents there. Everything's there. Maybe the quarterback thing hurt this year, but they lost to Miami with Wedman. Right. So kind yeah, of, I was on the defense. That kind of throws that narrative out there, which the defense with all those five stars they recruited, mm-hmm. you know, they should be solid there too already. Pretty sure Ed Ogeron lost to Troy in his second year. So I highly doubt no matter what, uh, no matter what Brian Kelly does this year, they're going to keep him for at least, you know, another year. As far as Arnett goes, I already see all y'all, you know, I see all y'all on the timeline already getting chippy, kind of wanting him to, they're wanting Selman to take action or whatever, but it's kind of just a terrible position because he died in what, late December, I think. I don't know. He died three days after the egg. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So November, late November, um, he died then, Y'all didn't have an athletic director. It was the interim guy that 
kind of move that through. So Selman didn't even get to hire him if I if I'm reading that right. Yeah, that's correct. Um, he wasn't here yet. Oh man, that's a it's it's tough because it's if you fire him, if you only give a coach one year, just one year, that's tough to sell to other coaches. So to say, hey, come to our program, whatever. We just fired, even though we just fired a first year head coach. That's it's a tough position because I don't think he's the guy at all. Um, I think. You know, just the way they regressed this year whenever they had key pieces back, um, it kind of shocked me. I, I didn't see it coming, but I still think maybe give him another year and just see, even though the other side of that is tanking the program because firing a guy after his first year, that's it's just tough to sell to anybody to ask another coach to come there after that, you know? Yeah. I mean, it. it there's, there's two sides to it because – that is, that is valid, but he can also – like, Selman can also say, well, like, I didn't hire this guy, and he, you know, he was promoted 48 hours after Leach died. And it was basically yeah. uh, a, an effort to retain the signing class because early signing day was, like, 10 days away. And they did a great job. They only lost one guy out of the entire class after Leach died, which was honestly good. honestly shocking. Um, and it was, a, it was a top 25 class. So uh, – you know, but Selman being able to say that, you know, like this wasn't my guy and they structured it to, to protect the program. And, you know, they did this. Yeah, he was the head coach, but in the way it almost feels like an interim job. Um, if if the recruiting staff was doing better because that staff is set up to recruit, like literally almost everybody that, that he put on the staff was brought in for recruiting purposes. Like Will Friend, the offensive line coach, like he sucks, but he's from Philadelphia. He coached at Auburn. Their offensive line was terrible. It got Bo Nix killed, and that's probably why Bo Nix left. Um, you know, yeah. like Bumpus is a great coach. Like, I mean, he was keeping J.J. Harrell and Stonka yeah. in this class right now. And, you know, why they wouldn't want to go to LSU or Bama or Ole Miss, I, I don't know. So that, like – Bump is the exception, uh, but falling off on defense is just inexcusable, and that's what that's what we didn't see coming. Like the offense outside the LSU game has been fine, but like the defense sucks, and that that just doesn't happen at state. Like you don't have bad defenses at state. Uh, you know the offense may be anemic, but like we always have a good defense outside of like 2016. It's like the only time in the last 15 years. So I don't know. I think it depends on who you can get. I mean, you're on a on basically a discount contract right now. Um, but it's interesting. Uh, but let's, uh, for the sake of conversation, you know, let's say, um, let's say Kiffin's shopping out him, sledding himself out on, uh, on, you know, coaches Craigslist again, yep, probably, you know, yeah. <laughs> not that that would ever happen. Mm. Uh, but <laughs> who, who would y'all look at, um, like potential next coach wise, you know, who, who are some names that y'all would like? I, my first thought, it always goes back to Jeff Levy. Uh, I know it's always risky hiring a guy that's never been a head coach before, but I mean, obviously I think when you, yeah, when you think of the, yeah, <laughs> I mean, very much true. I, I think a young, youngish offensive guy uh, generally works out as far as getting his fan base back excited after you, you know, lose a guy that's ingrained in the culture at Ole Miss right now, as Kiffin is, as much as we like to shit on him. Uh, he's very much loved by 
most Ole Miss fans and uh, and boomers and moms and everything. So I think uh, Levy would probably be our best bet as far as to to kind of keep rolling without any signs of a without a without dropping off or having expecting as much of a fall off. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna get into this shit because if he does it again, if he does it again, remember a lot of people forget after the Sugar Bowl he kind of begged for the LSU job a little bit, and mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all know this, he called Florida and Florida told him that they would never hire him ever. So he called them and asked, and then the Auburn thing this year that um, a lot of people think Hugh Freeze was the one who leaked that, so the job would blow up in his face, yeah, and I've that kind that of, it makes sense to me. But um, if that happens again, I mean, I'm through. I'm through. It's just a distraction at the end of every season. He's the reason why we just fell off the face of the earth. At the end of last, last season, totally, mm-hmm. totally on him. Um, so if that happens again, I got bigger issues than who we're hiring, especially because we're paying him. What is he the ninth most paid coach in the country now? I mean, so it, there's. It's, uh, I think he's like yeah, tie, like tied eight or nine. It's top ten for sure. So what's the reason to leave now? Unless it's an NFL job, because I don't think any of those eight jobs are coming up. And if they do, then maybe I understand that. Of course, I think we could probably match maybe the sixth or seventh whatever team. But whenever he gets top five, no, we don't have that money. But um, I don't know. If that happens again, we have bigger issues. Um, the fan base is going to want to kill Lane. And if he leaves, if he does it again, good. I want him gone. I'm sick of it. Yeah, that's Impossible. basically what I've heard from every Ole Miss fan at this point. I mean, but we really haven't heard anything. This year, I mean, there's not a whole lot of coaching options available that would be a step up for Lane right now. Yeah, well, you know, it's too early. So it's like, yeah. I, don't, I don't think, you know, that's really a conversation that is even. Uh, I do think maybe now that his daughter's here, maybe he, um, maybe he'll chill out on it. Maybe he actually wants to stay here for a few years. He said an article uh, that it'd take an extraordinary opportunity, like NFL gig, to make him leave so hopefully he's true to his word there and we don't have to deal with this bs again because i mean it does the players hear it you know i i know a few of the players from last year and they're like yeah we were devastated we thought we weren't going to have a head coach no we weren't playing at 100 percent. like it does affect them they all read it they all have social media they all see it it affects them so i mean that just can't keep happening it's just oh yeah yeah i mean we know i mean you know mullen took a a uh, freaking phone call from Strickland at the halftime of the Bama game when we were tied in 17. Uh, I mean, so yeah, I mean, we've been there. It's been a while. And then, you know, Nick Fitzgerald and all that breaks his leg and he, he blows that egg bowl that he shouldn't have. So, yeah, can relate. But uh, let's say in a different scenario, let's say Saban retires and let's say Jimbo gets fired. Both happen at the end of the year. Does he entertain both of those? Yes, he does. He's going to try and jump at one of those, no doubt. Uh, I don't yeah. think I don't think either would hire him, but he would one hundred percent start the you know bullshit tweeting things that he did last year. I don't know if he doesn't have a John Sokoloff to uh, to call <laughs> out in this case, but uh, but I do think he would kind of at least privately lobby for both of those jobs. I don't, I don't know if it would even be privately because he's been slobbing Alabama's knob on the timeline every year. Well, Y'all play him. Very true. Either way, yeah, even if the job's available or not. 
I don't think Bama would take him. I think they'd let him interview. But I, I think that A and M, I think A and M would kill to have Kiffin. To be I quite bet. honest. Yeah, um, he definitely. You know, the way he talk, he talks negatively about him in interviews. He's always like, he always bitches about how they have more money and stuff. Mm-hmm. So talking negatively, you know, he's basically complimenting them. So he would definitely, I think. Um, definitely hop on that 100 percent and he's definitely been more aggressive than anything about asking for jobs not waiting until they reach out so i i think we were probably the only two he would leave for sec wise um but yeah nothing surprises me with him um i do find it funny that he was just shitting on that sock lock guy that poor little journalist from columbus mississippi as right. if it's his fault he's just reporting news like and he definitely had the right scoop it's just as soon as yeah. he said that, it blew up in his face. Yeah, so Sokolov is at Wayne's a face. Great so I find it funny. That's still a grudge he has. Like, anytime John asks a question in, like, a press conference or anything, he's like, well, hey, John, how the fuck are you, man? Like, he gets he gets angry <laughs> whenever he sees his face. And I'm like, that's totally on you, Wayne. You yeah, know, you're, you're just salty. That poor this guy. Dude, he's trying uh, to do his job. And he's just caught, you, caught, you, caught you on your shit. Shitting on him. I just find it. I just find it funny. Exactly. No doubt. And, uh, yeah. man, we, uh, we almost forgot, like, we didn't even talk about Pittman. I yeah, mean, I was about to say, when y'all were talking about it earlier, I thought Pittman, because, you know, we're all in this chat, and the Arkansas fans are all in there. They're always like, oh, no, Pittman's not gone. He's no, he's he, he ain't gone after this year no matter what. But I'm yeah. saying, like, if we if, if they lose to us this week, they're sitting at 2-6, and 0-5 oh, in the it's SEC. A, it's a yeah, it's a I mean, game. that's a tough schedule for Pittman, who came in. What did he do the first year? 9-3? and Second three? year, nine nine and oh. nine and three. Second year, okay, yeah. First year was then, COVID year. That oh yeah, that's right. And then it's just gone steadily downhill, even with a I would say a very good running back and a very decent quarterback. I mean, it just looks like it's continue continually regressed. Yeah, I I don't but, get understand the vibe or the expectation from their fan base. Like I don't know if they're cool with like six and six, seven and five, and then like an up year eight and four nine and three here and there or if they're like expecting nine and three ten and two every year i don't under i don't know their expectation i was I having this conversation with someone else recently but like they're gonna have more money than arguably any sec team except texas a&m i mean mm-hmm. they have jerry jones and they have the tyson chicken guys and the yeah. jb hunt and the, the walmart people waltons, yeah yeah the waltons i mean i i don't see why you couldn't expect a a better program than eight and four, nine and three at Arkansas. But I mean, on their facilities are top notch. It's in a great, great area. I, I, I honestly couldn't understand if someone told me that, that they're only a seven and five, eight and four job. Cause I think they, I mean, they've never done it, but I do think they could eventually be one of those elite. Well, yeah. And that's if, what I, that's why I don't understand why none of their fans are, are, are even talking about it, you know, because like we're talking about it. And we have a first-year head coach, not a third or fourth-year head coach, you know. So that and they have more money than anybody else anyway. So why would they not? Why would they be okay with a six and six, five and seven season? It doesn't make sense to me. So bad the past. I I looked at it the other day. It was they had an absurdly low win count. Uh, like oh, yeah. SEC. Oh, SEC. it's it, yeah, it's like one of the worst in the conference outside it, of Vanderbilt in the last. I think since two thousand. Yeah, it's it's awful. I mean, uh, so I think they're just uh, their poor fans are just kind of defeated and just looking for baseball, which always ends terribly too, and basketball. Um, but I think they, um, I think they're just kind of defeated. Like I saw, I was reading the comments 
under their post after the game, and they were like, all their fans were like, y'all fought hard, woo pig suey, you'll get them next time. I'm like, what the, are you serious? I was like, y'all aren't mad that y'all like had every opportunity in the running back trip and y'all lost that game? No, they were Mm -hmm. just, they're just kind of defeated, I think. I don't, I don't even know what to make Arkansas fans, but for being the only team in that state, like it's not like Mississippi where it's split or something like that. They're the only team in a giant state, and for being as bad as they always are, I don't know. I'd be livid. Yeah, but. yeah. That, that's another point I was going to make too is like, I mean, imagine it like, I mean, and Chef and I have had this conversation. Imagine if State and Ole Miss for one university, we would be competing for titles like once every four years in football like i mean i i truly believe that i mean i'm not saying they'd win a bunch of them but like they'd be in the conversation every year it would just be like lsu just yeah exactly over exactly uh and it you know there's so much talent in the state that doesn't really show up on 247 just because it's an under recruited area and they don't have a lot of big camps and there's not a lot of big cities but per capita and uh to the nfl it's like there's more players from mississippi in the nfl per capita than any other state i mean that's unreal um so it's you know there's no excuse at arkansas uh, i guess is what i'm getting at and it's like their administration that like they rode brett bellema or bulima or bulimic fat ass for six years his best year was eight and five uh and then they had you know the chad morris like i don't even know how that dude got a job I and mean, then he went two and ten back to back and then you have you know Pittman doing what he's doing now and he was a offensive line coach at georgia right i mean how is that the best hire that they could make i don't i guess the petrino situation screwed them which is you know the funniest the funniest head coaching fire i think of all time but, yeah, i mean it did but that was 12 years ago it's crazy to think yeah about. but look at their record the past 12 years it's oh yeah like ever him getting fired it launched john l smith in there who was Mm. just the coach i've ever seen him getting fired did that and then they i don't remember it was bielema next i think and morris yeah it was just a disaster string of hires but the waltons the waltons also don't give them any money i found that out the other day yes the tyson people do and the Hunt family and all that, but the Waltons, they don't give money really to sports teams at all or athletics. So I, I found that out the other day. So I also think there's a lot of legal loopholes for um, Jerry to get, to donate correctly. Like from what I from what I've read, there's a lot of stuff like money that comes from NFL organizations going to colleges. There's like a, a ton of red tape that he would have to go through. Um, in order to give them a significant amount of money. I think it's pretty complicated. You know, Congress, not a lot of people know this, Congress acts in 2018, they uh, made it to where even if you donate, you can't get, you're not allowed to get like priority seating and stuff like Mm -hmm. that through taxes. So um, that's a big thing, and that's hurt a lot of programs too. Guarantee you that probably hurt Arkansas because all those people want to do tax write-offs and they get priority seating. Yeah, get the, yeah, yeah. You, you can't get perks for a, a write-off, basically. Yeah. Well, yeah. I all right. So I was just scrolling through Twitter a second ago, and I got something I want to run by y'all real quick, and then we can get into some Twitter shit talk here right here at the end. Uh, but of course, all we know, or we all know, that the SEC is definitely down this year compared to what it has been, and you know, and I'm speaking solely football here, is. You know, uh, you know, it's it's been down from. It's not we're not as dominant as we have been in the past. And by we, I mean some of the teams at the top and all the way through, really. 
But I saw this guy on Twitter just happened to say uh, he he's a Nebraska fan, I assume. Um, and he tweeted, Nebraska is low-key beating Mississippi State, Auburn, South Carolina, Vanderbilt, Arkansas. And he's not sure about A&M, but he thinks probably A&M. What do y'all think about that? The dumbest shit ever. They lost to Colorado. Colorado gave up, what was it, like 600 yards to Stanford. I mean, I that's just the dumbest shit ever. They get smoked. They would be they'd be in a dogfight with Vandy. It's just it, people, all those Big Ten fans and Pac-12 fans. Pac-12 is an argument this year. But all those like lower end Big Ten teams that like swear up and got swear up and down that they can compete with like even the middle of the pack SEC is stupid. Big, even though it's down here, they get blown out. Yeah, Big Ten is Michigan, um, uh, Penn State, State, and Ohio State, and that that is and everybody that, else. The rest of the rest of it is complete gar- garbage. The other side Bad. of that, con- the other side of that conference. I saw somebody say today, like the other side of it, they're like Mississippi State would absolutely win the division. In Big Ten West, yeah, yeah, dude. I, I, I don't know about State. I mean, they would, they would win some game, but like Arkansas would That's probably, what, le- would, yeah, it was Arkansas. I think would legitimately compete for the Big Ten West. Uh, was it last year? I was going to win it, and they have uh, twelve yeah, points would. a game. I think. Yeah, yeah, they will. <laughs> and um, you know, it would be fucking crazy if they like snuck in the playoffs somehow. But um, was it Purdue that won it last year at like eight and four? Yeah. It's the it's the whoever gets beat by the winner of Ohio State uh Michigan Bowl. That's uh that's pretty much what the the thing is in Indianapolis every year. So I mean, I Yeah. That's whoever's on that side, they win 9 and 3 every year at least cuz they have to go through Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State. So they just lose those three games. If they don't lose anybody else in their division, which is not hard to do, then they just win. Or if they, like, don't even draw, like, those other teams in the crossover, like, you have a huge advantage. Uh, they Like, talk about a conference that should do away with divisions. That the Big Ten needs to do away with divisions. Um, I don't know if they're doing that next year or not, but that's stupid. Like, <laughs> that's uh, – what a, a poverty conference matchup. That's trash. Um, but, yeah, anyway, so Matt, uh, you know, want to lead the way on the, the Twitter, Twitter account talk? Well, I mean, you know, it's just – how we all met for whoever uh, hasn't been introduced to these guys before. Uh, we all met in a, on a big Twitter. It was called, it was originally called just Egg Bowl Shit Talk, I'm pretty sure, way back in the day. And I mean, this has been, when was that started? Like back in 19, I want to say, or 20 maybe. It may have been during COVID. Yeah, it, it was yeah, COVID it was probably 20. because it was before we won the College World Series, I know. And uh, yeah, so that, that's how it's all been going on. And we've all met. Uh, most I met most of you guys, most of the Ole Miss guys, but it started out just a bunch of Mississippi State and uh, Ole Miss guys, and then we've got some Arkansas and Tennessee guys in there that we don't talk about much. But other than that, um, what we do is pretty much just shit talk each other all the time, and it's usually a pretty good time. But in shit talking each other, we have found that we hate each other way less than we hate a lot of the Twitter accounts on both sides. We have a lot of accounts on Ole Miss side that we do not like. Y'all have a lot of state fans accounts that y'all don't like. So I just kind of wanted to get y'all's uh, thoughts on some of those and tell us why you, you, you feel the way you do it about some of these accounts because I thought that, that was pretty funny when y'all talk about it. Well, I'll start on the bright side. I I love the My Name is Sam account. It's quite frankly the reason <laughs> I turn my alarm off you know, roll out of bed. Everyone is to see. I know he went through a rebrand recently. It's been a tough season. Uh, but I live for the uh, 
I live for the Bard outtakes that I see on my phone every day. Uh, and it, it just makes me smile, and I have to send them in there every time because, you know, there's so many shitty accounts with terrible takes that I hate, and then, of course, there's just the one with all the terrible takes that just lights up my day. Just just really, he's the reason that... uh. That I look, that I wake up in the morning. He's the reason I do things. Shout out, <laughs> shout out, Sam. <laughs> he changes account to life isn't real. That's his name on there now. Life is it, like this season has fucking broken this dude. Oh my god. Well, what did he have us win in eleven games, games at the beginning of the season? Isn't that what he was saying? He said we were gonna go like eleven and one. <laughs> one or twelve now, and he just put the shittiest W and L besides like every single thing in like Microsoft Paint. It was just the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah, that dude, oh my god. He was talking, I mean, he would fire off 40 tweets a day talking about how <laughs> State's going to, you know, State's going 11-1, 12-0, how he's so upset about the disrespect, all the all the journalists are giving State and all that. And, yeah, now his account, I'm looking at it right now, it's just basketball, women's <laughs> soccer. Uh, <laughs> he is fully rebranded. Some Bible he's, verses in there, I love that. Oh, he's a new man. Yeah, he's just a different guy now. I think what happened was everybody shit on the quote, my name is Sam so much that he said, I have to just totally clean slate here. <laughs> like, We've I'm all been get, there. We've all been uh, there. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he's been through it. Uh, I saw him like yesterday, for example, he, some guy talking about like the egg bowl, just talking ahead. And he uh, he was like, State should be favored in that game. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> what have you seen this year to, that makes you believe these things? Um, he's got that dog in him, I saw yeah. him say. But he's he's got that fight in, our, you know. in our college fantasy football league. He has just not been hungry enough, to be quite <laughs> honest. He hasn't, been, he hasn't been angry enough, and he hasn't – You think uh, he'd be tired of the disrespect. I mean, I don't – You know, honestly, if it were me, I would not put up with that. But, um, <laughs> you know, he's – He's on up there. Uh, he's the sunshine pumper of all sunshine pumpers. Oh every gosh. every fan base has one. Um, he is muted, and I'm sure he's probably the nicest guy you'll ever meet, but also the most naive guy you'll ever meet. Um, uh, this, they come off just awful on social media, and that's just one of that's just one of those guys where it's like, you know, I know you're nice, and I know like you just come off as such a mouth breather on this app. You just need to <laughs> go touch some grass and get off of this. Cause yeah. He, it's well, bad. I did see he he missed the last state game, I believe, uh, for his I think he said his ado- his stepson's birthday party. So shout out to him to be in uh, the dad that stepped up. Uh, yeah. That's a true <laughs> that's a true leader. That's what we need out here in the streets. There's too many idiots on the internet for uh, for my name yeah. is Sam not to get some recognition. I, yeah, I, I, I'm, go ahead. <laughs> well, I, I was just about I to say. Not- you know, my, my name is Sam. I I really haven't talked. I haven't had many interactions with him on Twitter. I will say. One of the softest Ole Miss Twitters that I have seen out there right now is the We Are Ole Miss Recruiting page or whatever that guy's that name was. He's uh, an idiot. He uh, guys, me, but... isn't, he, isn't he like 16? Not allowed. It, uh, it, no, I think he's like 35 and sits in the student section and like – Dead. Uh, the guy who said, oh, I, I will delete my account if y'all lose to Alabama. Well, y'all lost to Alabama. He immediately do, deleted the tweet, and if you bring it up now, then he gets very upset about it. And that admin on. I fired him. That that was one of the admins. Yeah, I know. He's awful. He's also muted. Um, and he's a loser. What about what about Vegas? Wasn't he supposed to shave his nuts on the on the live stream? 
<laughs> Dude, don't bring that up. Thank God he didn't do that. Because one of his nuts, one of his testicles just exploded, I think. That's why he was in the hospital. So it's probably good he didn't do that. He's down to one nut. It's unfortunate. I, yeah. I'm going through my blocked accounts right now. I'm trying to see. I, I don't really block many people, but sometimes I just have to. Uh, the I enjoy the free exchange of ideas. I don't care what you say. We'll just we'll yeah. just you know keep it going through. The most lopsided rivalry in the SEC, Rebel Prestige. I have him blocked. <laughs> um, let's see. I follow that guy just because he's really obsessed with state. Or just like yeah, that's one of those guys that was born in like Hoopla or Jackson. It's just like double field. That's what that is. Super uh, super obsessed. Has to has to has to be under every single tweet. Yeah, like, I won't leave home, but I know Reese hates him more, so I'll, I'll let Reese lead off there. I just can't. Yeah. I just don't understand any fan that has that much time that has to respond to every single of the rivalry schools' tweets. It just doesn't every make sense to me. One of my tweets that guy's under it. It's so fucking annoying. I'm still waiting for uh, for someone to dox him. I, I like I said, I have a high reward for his uh, <laughs> first and last name, government. Uh, Address everything. Social security. I, I'm waiting number. on it. Social, <laughs> everyone hit me up. Hit my line. His points aren't good. He's cheating with the blue check mark though. Like it, nothing he says. His points aren't good. The response he did to Reese whenever he ratioed him. Uh, first of all, like 17 million people saw that, so it wasn't really fair. But he has the <laughs> he has the blue check mark, and it puts him at the top of any any response to anything. That's what you pay or whatever for Twitter and it puts you at the top. So it's not even fair. He's just paying to like have his opinion broadcasted more. And it's usually a shitty opinion. It drives me insane. <laughs> Jokes on him. I deleted that tweet uh, for that exact reason. We were, uh, <laughs> it's like, we're not letting him ratio us here. Not today. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll never see it. I, I didn't intend. I just thought it was going to be a lighthearted Saudi simping tweet. I didn't, uh, I didn't anticipate it getting 20 million views. And then uh, Mississippi state's worst account. Dunking oh. on me. Oh, so Ole Miss <laughs> Muse, his account is suspended. Yeah, R.I.P. Bozo. I mean, I still think that's one of y'all. I do too. I'm not convinced that. that I think that's a uh, that's a deep fake. <laughs> just the absurd shit that account says is like that's got to be a state fan. Mississippi just, State like, Muse just made it. Oh, okay, made it well, if, if if he's a deep fake, then I think Luke is a deep uh, a deep <laughs> from you guys, dude. So I really both absurdly racist. So I'm like <laughs> the other. I just like cosplaying as like a racist fan. I could see that. It might be the same guy, and he doesn't even have a dog in the race. He's not anybody's fan. He just likes to fuck it's with probably, everybody. It's probably like a southern fan or some <laughs> bullshit. If those exist, I'm not sure. There's probably I'm, two left in the stands tonight. I, I don't even know about Luke. I'm pretty sure he doxed himself that day. He posted that selfie of himself in the bar or something on the timeline. Y'all know oh, yeah. that? And uh, his real name is in the fantasy football thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> idiot so, <laughs> so uh that dude might be working for waste management until he's 65 <laughs> my favorite account uh he he had to delete after this but it was that state fan whenever tulu was like playing with y'all's little heartstrings saying he's gonna transfer this old ass state fan from like fucking you know somewhere just in bumfuck mississippi like Tishomingo. yeah maybe Tishomingo. He told Tulu that if he transfers or talks about transferring again, he's going to rip out his dreads. That was the funniest fucking thing. And, yeah, there was definitely some there's definitely some microaggression there, but that was the hardest I've ever laughed. So he, just, <laughs> he didn't delete that tweet. I don't think it gets mentioned enough uh, that Maroon Mary ran over a dog and didn't stop because she had to uh, get to the Ole Miss Mississippi State women's, women's basketball game. <laughs> 
and, and then she tweeted about it all the way. She was like, "I feel so bad about it, but I had to get to for, get there for tip off, baby." <laughs> shout out, shout out, Maroon Mary. She's a true queen. Got to watch Mary was was so dying for the dog so hard that she literally killed a dog. <laughs> it was Thirsty Thursday in the pavilion that night. I can't really say I blame her, but I'm not sure if he, she partook in uh in the beverages. Maybe that's why she didn't stop. Maybe she was like, she's a booze cruiser. I know it. (laughs) (laughs) High noons on the on the drive. There's two famous egg bowl grandmas on both sides. We have Rebel Nana, and y'all have Maroon Mary. Now Rebel Nana is blocked by me even because she like she kept commenting under my tweets and she kept being like, "No cursing allowed. No cursing allowed. Do not curse on the timeline." Like I don't even follow her or anything. She would just reply to me and like get on my ass for cursing so finally like one night i was drunk and i was just like fuck you old lady like shut the fuck up like, quit fucking commenting on my tweets and i immediately got blocked or whatever but she, she blocked me 100 percent. rebel nana did after i asked her for a picture at one of the women's basketball games <laughs> i mean she she's out here talking about threesomes and and uh pornos and stuff on the top like i don't i don't know she she was she was doing luke was stringing her along that one time because she was talking about (laughs) pies right yeah and then he was saying something about cream cream pies and and then she was like oh what is that i need that recipe or some shit like that and oh dude that was hilarious Oh man, what what about Arkansas accounts? There's too many to to really count other than Bill, but like they're kind of a different breed. Arkansas fans are the Sydney Fields girl sucks. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> no doubt. Mega lib. Like, she she said something about meds. I don't remember what it was. Making fun of meds, like but it was like a it was a physical attack called bad or something. And so we all like that's game on, and we were like. All right, well, your fucking forehead, you could land a plane on that. And so we just went after her, and then she got upset about that and, like, told us we were all awful people right after calling Mitz fat or something. I was like, she's the worst. Well, that Dave guy is really annoying. Um, yeah, they, they run that a- podcast together or something. Are you shocker? Or, shocker. or some page. I pretty, Sydney was on, our, I think, ours last year before I knew that she was, like, kind of a bitch. She's um, awful. But, yeah, I, I've – um, Wait, she was going to be on our podcast? No, she was. Oh my god! I'm 90% sure she was on ours. We're, so we're in the Hall of Fame here. It's Titty Boy, Scotty Simpin, uh, Sydney Fields. It's the big three. We'll see how we'll see how long before I get her to cry. Invite her back. She, what about Chef and Lounge? Ah, uh, <laughs> Lounge Dog. Uh, I really hope he's having a good day. I'm not really sure what his day job is, but him refusing to go to a game that was. Point two miles away from his home, and then still bitching about the crowd. Yeah, that's was, a tough take. That is that was that a was tough amazing. Take. He had to smoke those meats. He had to go to that whatever scroungy ass bar in downtown Startville. You know, he, he's a true one. He, he's a real one. Morton Fireball. That's just, one, yeah. it's just one of those state fans that just only cares about baseball. Like, could not give a shit about the football team. Like, that's just and there's a lot of them. But that's yes, just one of them. yeah, it is. Well, when you're uh, when you're setting attendance records uh, and you're last in the conference, um, it's a pretty good indicator that your your fan base just doesn't give many shits about football. Um, but anyway, yeah, I was uh, uh, at fuck that or, or I guess sec- second worst in the conference. Sorry. Yeah. Apologies. Well, y'all uh, y'all got anything else pressing on your minds before we wrap things up for the evening? 
Um, playoff four, right now. Ugh. Uh, I'll go. I'll go Georgia, Michigan. Uh, Washington, Alabama. That'll that'll be it. We'll round it out like that. You're not putting Colorado in there. They had so much hype no, coming you know, into this season. I'm not. I I do thank Colorado for uh, my Stanford money line bet hitting on Friday night. Uh, <laughs> truly meant a lot. Uh, but yeah, that's that's wasn't be looking before. good in the first half, was it? No, I'd went to bed, and uh, I believe uh, Scotty and all our other friends were making fun of me quite <laughs> quite a lot. I think I had thirty on it. Uh, but you know, we stuck it out. We we always believed in the Cardinal oh, yeah. and that damn receiver that had three hundred yards. Dude, he made Travis Hunter look like a bitch. Yeah, it's hard. To, it's tough getting head tapped in your own stadium like that, especially yeah. post liver uh, laceration. But yeah. you know, the dude does he, not have to be playing both both ways. Can't play this. It's I mean, he had a good day offensively. He just mm-hmm. needs to play, and that's it. He's gassed. Yeah, that's it's impossible. Uh, but Washington, Florida State, Georgia, Michigan, that's it, unfortunately. Maybe Georgia – I could see Georgia dropping a couple of games without Bowers because he was the only reason they've – yeah, it's, it's crazy to say. He's probably the only reason they won the Auburn and South Carolina game. So, I mean, I could, I could see them kind of – just imploding towards the end of the season um, without him and some that'd be nice some absurd shit happens with the SEC but um, I don't know I'm going to Athens in November it'll be fun imagine imagine a world where like Georgia fell apart and then Bama like still lost to them anyway and they both had a couple losses and just no SEC team got in that'd be weird be the yeah. first playoff ever without an SEC team. Yeah, but I mean, think about how good the Pac-12 is, and then you know you still have Michigan, Ohio State, and then like, yeah, like what if, uh, and then Florida State, North Carolina, like they could both be undefeated when they play, uh, and then Texas and OU will probably run it back again. I mean, there's a world where Oregon and and Washington both get in. I mean, it, it's it's uh, it'd be a great year for the 12 team playoff. I'm freaking pumped for that, but. Um. Yeah. Anyway, uh, appreciate you guys hopping on here, uh, um, giving us some perspective, talking a little shit. Uh, we'll uh, we'll try and get something together for for Egg Bowl week, and um, that is if I even want to watch football at that point in time. But uh, anyway, good to talk to you guys. Absolutely right. appreciate y'all. Thank you. Yeah, we'll see y'all.